0: Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me today on This Needs to be Read. We've had this guest on before, and I don't know if you all understand how much I enjoy Christmas and how that really connects with the author that we have on today. But every year he has a book with a Christmas theme. And last year I was looking to interview him and I don't know if the PR people told him or not, but I was like, is he coming this year? I want to interview him. I didn't get a chance last year, but this year I got a double bonus. And if you all are subscribers of Netflix, which most of us are, you'll see one of his new movies. But what was more surprising to me is how much of his content I was already familiar with. Two Hallmark movies and then two other movies. I believe I'd seen them, but it had been a while ago, and I rewatched them this week over this weekend, Time Peace and A Christmas box, the Christmas Box. I watched those two and not for any other knowledge other than I am interviewing Richard Paul Evans on today for his latest book, his latest Christmas themed book. And I'm just gonna invite him into the conversation because it's been a a very emotional week for me last week. Before I even turned the first pages on your new book, I was in tears with the realness and the connection that I made with you and just recalling this gentleman that made such an impact on your life. And then to learn that pieces of you have been in all of the work works that you've done. And so when I watched the Christmas box and then I watched Timepiece, and I actually, I think I watched them out of order because I watched Timepiece first. I, I was just so moved, but my nosy part was like, which part is Richard? And of course in the Christmas <laughs> box, you used your name. So I was like, I don't know. Um, so my first question to you before we get to the Netflix movie and your new book, I wanted to know um, how much of you do you put into your work, You're writing fiction works, for us to enjoy and connect with, but how much do you put of you in each book?
1: Well, it's, um, a lot. In fact, um, the, the Noel Diary on Netflix, uh, that was based on part of my childhood. The uh, the, the gal who plays um, – uh, Barrett Doss is a real person and I've met her um, The they say that an author is always writing about him, about him or herself and I think that's true um, there's part of me and I mean I've had Rob Lowe Richard Thomas and Justin Hartley now say oh I'm playing you and it's like there's a lot of truth to that yeah,
0: yeah. so what is it like what is it like to- or, or do you get to choose who gets to play you in the movie or who gets to be in your movie?
1: Oh, heavens no.
0: <laughs> we have
1: so little connection. They buy the rights and then go with it. And um, boy, one of my movies, I haven't even seen it, was a TV movie. And they just, the um, producer called me and he said, Look, they slaughtered your beautiful book and you're not going to like it. I advise you don't watch it. Um, that was just one of them. This one was a complete joy with Netflix. I mm-hmm. loved working with them. The screenwriter contacted me before the script was approved. They respected the book, and um, I just enjoyed every part of working with Netflix on this. It's been a wonderful experience.
0: You know, you're answering all of my questions because how how close to the book is the movie? Because Noel Diary, I had not read, and when I and I'm gonna tell you what I did as soon as I got the inter- invitation to interview you, I was like. I have to go and and find this movie and I was looking for the book that we're supposed to be talking about today. And I was like, Oh, it tells me it's the Noel diary and it's one of your first books. You have so many books and I didn't even realize that. So I was like, Oh my gosh, I've only had a drop in the bucket of his work, but I know that there's going to be a Christmas themed book written by you. And, Anyway, so, yeah, how, how well did they do with keeping the book close to the movie? They, and it sounds like they did an excellent job.
1: They did a good job. We, I loved it. My wife loved it. Um, well, the first um, time we saw it, well, well before it went out, we just sat there and she kept saying, this is so good. This is so great. And that that is was. Awesome. Um, I mean, this is, my first, this is my first feature film. So I've written 45 New York Times bestsellers. I've had eight movies. But this is my first feature film. And, um, again, I just – I loved how they they did it. It was fun. Thank you.
0: Congratulations. Thank you for continuing to do your work. I know that your background – before writing all these wonderful books, and I only have, like, three or four of them and a couple of movies under my (laughs) belt. I have a lot of content to catch up with, so that's a good problem to have. But you were a marketing executive, I believe, before, right? Advertising and marketing?
1: Yes. I – I wrote radio commercials and I, I worked as a consultant in political campaigns. Uh huh. And so it was actually after one Senate race that I had time on my hands, and that's when I wrote I wrote my first book, The Christmas Box. It was just a Christmas present, but it went viral, and it started with 20 I, copies, and I last check was eight million copies out there.
0: Listen, if people haven't gone back to, um look up his name, Richard Paul Evans, books by, movies by, and they're not always going to be easy to find because I've been, I've been on YouTube. I've been in different places looking and some aren't available for me to get my hands on yet. That just means I have to dig a little harder for the treasure. But if you love Christmas or just a little bit, these are the books and movies that you want to see. And I um, got time and, the Christmas box but the Christmas box I could see why it went viral it's such a touching loving story and answer for me did I watch those movies out of order because I watched timepiece first and then the Christmas box uh
1: you you did um though chronologically in years it's actually timepiece is um a prequel so but yeah you want to watch Christmas box first because it sets up um then then you're interested uh, in
0: what happened before it does. And, and, and if you watch it either way, I think you'll still get the message. But I was just curious. Did I watch this out of order? I have a habit of doing that when I have the opportunity to. So in our time remaining, uh, Richard, please tell us about your latest book. Uh, we touched on your movie on Netflix, so people can get that right now. But let's talk about your latest book.
1: Well, a Christmas Memory is the most autobiographical book I've written. It's about my childhood. It was during a hard time, and it was a time very similar today. There was I lived in Pasadena. There was the Watts uh, race riot that took place um, just 20 miles from my home. And our family was going through its own turmoil after a um, very serious loss. In the book, it's like my brother was killed in Vietnam. My dad lost his job. And we moved to Utah into a very poor um, neighborhood. It was The home had been abandoned for three years. It had just been emptied for three years. It was filled with rats. It was my grandmother's home um, where she had, she had passed, and we moved in there. And it was a hard time. I was bullied and beaten up on a regular basis. I wasn't used to any of this. Uh, my mother was suffering from severe depression. My dad was just gone. And um, there was a, an old um, black man who lived next door, Mr. Foster, who took mm-hmm. care of me. And it's really, in that sense, you know, a story of compassion and love and how this wise old man who was lonely like me, who took me in and took care of me and protected me and taught me, and, and mm-hmm. taught me a lot about life. And, and during just one of the most difficult times of my life, uh, he was there and, and blessed me in so many ways. So I, I think that's why the book is doing so well. It debuted at number five on the New York Times bestseller list. And um, it's, it's really impacting people. It, it, it makes people cry, I'll say that.
0: It definitely does. I wasn't but three pages in and normally I flip to the first page, you know, if I'm gonna just start reading the book, but I have a habit of reading the back cover and but I read your notes in the front of the book. Um when you you're it feels like you're speaking to not necessarily the reader, but you're speaking to this life experience and it's time to share it. And that's one of the things as a person who enjoys writing myself I don't have 45 books and and I don't have eight movies but being personal and and because where do you get your experiences from your life so some of you have to go in it but that exposure after you pull that back because you said it's been many many years since Mr. Foster has passed and that this is one of the stories that just have had this gone untold this whole time and I understand why and so many people do need healing, and if you're if you haven't read in a while and you used to love reading, is I think it's time to get back into it. And and the Noel Diary is a good jump off to this book. If you say, well, nah, I want to see a movie first, he's got you covered. And even <laughs> though the Noel Diary, when your brother passed or the brother in the story passed, wasn't the same story as the Christmas Memory, it still it's still that loss, that, oh, man, that relationship and the way you looked up to your brother and, and how he assured you he's coming back. I got tears in my eyes right now. And mm. those promises, when you look back, it's like, oh, you really shouldn't make those promises, but you want to give hope. And that's what you do with each one of your books. So I look forward to it every year. And I'm on your newsletter list, so I know when a new book comes out and all of that stuff. So I'm all involved with you. And I wish you the very best as you continue to share your stories with people because you are brave. So thank
1: Thank you. you. Thank Thank you for doing that. just just want to be honest.
0: Um. (laughs) I appreciate it. I do. Paul Richard Evans. I, I just <laughs> murdered your name, Richard Paul Evans. Thank you so much for being on This Needs to be Read. Thank you for sharing your your stories with us. Keep writing. Keep that pen moving. Keep healing us through your movies and your books. Tell people how they can also join your newsletter and follow your work outside of This Needs to be Read.
1: Just, just come to richardpaulevans.com. Or find me on Facebook. But, um, and actually, it has a really great recipe. Thousands of people have downloaded them already. So just go to richardpawebans.com, and um, I'll see you there.
0: Awesome sauce. I do got to go get those recipes. Have a wonderful day and continue to, you know, make, make this book to our
1: success. I wish you the very Thank best. Thank you so much. You too. Yeah, well. Take care.
0: Thank you for tuning in to This Needs to Be Said. I hope you've gained something from what has been shared. Send me your comments and show ideas through the website at tntbsmedia.com. I'd love to hear from you.